1: Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Shekinah. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Okay, so... Another special co-host guest during this transitional period um, is my friend, good friend, Shekinah Hollingsworth. We've met through like the political grapevine and she is a political activist. So like everyone else I've had on, they know what they're talking about. Um, They have a lot of knowledge um, doing different things across the political spectrum and whatnot. But anyway, we're going to start our weekly recap. Um, The first thing we're going to talk about obviously, is the Million MAGA March. Um, Shekinah was there, so she has a first-hand knowledge of everything that happened, of how it felt, and all those lovely things. If she saw any violence and anything like that, she's going to let us know. So, Shekinah, can you tell us about the march?
0: Yeah, so um, the Million MAGA March happened this Saturday, and um, there were people who were already lining up in Freedom Plaza at like 10.30 in the morning, even though it started at like noon. Um, Oh, wow. The president did end up strolling through in the motorcade around that time, around like 10.30, so I was mad that I missed him. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there were already people starting to gather outside of Freedom Plaza at like 10.30. And, um, me and my group ended up getting there around, like, noon when it started. And, um, it was incredible. Like, as soon as we got to the White House uh, Freedom Plaza, and, um, we saw all those people already marching, we decided to just kind of jump in, like, we didn't see the point of yeah. walking to the end of the line to then, then <laughs> we just jumped right in the middle of it. And... Alex Jones was there, and I got to (laughs) get some. I
1: saw that was really cool.
0: Yeah, I got to get some really good footage of him. I had to stand on top of a potted plant so I could like (laughs) get good footage because I'm short. So I uh, climbed on top of the plant, and um, I got to see him like pretty close. So that was really cool. He he's such a good um like crowd person. Like he gets the crowd really hyped up oh i believe that um yeah he was great (laughs) the proud boys were there protecting him and us too um so it was a really all in all it was a really great experience i was really happy to be out there and see so many other people come from all different parts of the country to just come there and support the president and you know what um and protect like election integrity and all that so that was really a great experience i didn't see any violence happened like outright um antifa was there they did have a presence but like there were riot police already there just in case anything happened and they did a good job us oh, yeah, pretty separate um until the duration of the of the march um the funny thing that happened to me um when the proud boys were marching through i was like standing on the side of them and there were like journalists climbing over themselves trying to like get footage of the proud boys <laughs> And in that scuffle, a journalist like pushed me and I fell into somebody's hand. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. (laughs) It wasn't like I got punched in my face or anything, but like. (laughs) It was still uncomfortable, like chilled. (laughs) I was still the victim of a really uncomfortable (laughs) experience, so. But okay, like that, so that everything was fine.
1: <laughs> okay, that's good. And I mean, I also heard like from various people that I follow on Instagram and things like that, that a lot of the violence didn't start happening
0: till like six or later when it was like darker outside anyway. Right, exactly. There was a point where I got separated from the group that I was with and I kind of knew that was going to happen because of just the, the sheer amount of people that were there and how fast we were all moving. So like Yeah. There was one point where I did get separated from my group. Um, but I tried to find them before it got dark outside, you know, for that reason because I didn't want to be caught out in the streets like right. by myself with a MAGA hat on. Right. And I'm <laughs> i was about to say if you're
1: wearing all the gear too like it'd be obvious like this is a trump person this is a trump supporter right and
0: now i'm like really blonde and like some people i sort of look like a white woman so like (laughs) i'm like prime target for those people and like i can hold my own like i'm not scared in a fight but like i can hold my own but i did i still didn't want to be caught out there like by myself because a group of guys i was with they were kind of like younger guys and i don't want anything to happen to them either if they were yeah really caught somewhere so i ended up finding them before dark and everything was okay, fine, that's so. good. we didn't run into any violence but as soon as we started leaving like as soon as we started going to like a different part of the city and i had to go um we were seeing on twitter that um antifa was already starting to like isolate people and target them and beat them up and stuff like it was it was pretty nuts after dark but during the march everything was pretty fine
1: that's good so um did you see like a lot of families
0: uh things like that or yeah i saw a lot of families i saw a lot of people who brought their dogs which was weird that's interesting because i'm like <laughs> Yeah, because my dog is really small, and I and I wouldn't want him to be, like, in that crowd, just in case anything, like, happened, like, and plus, yeah. it's like I'm, like, trampled on, you know what I mean, but there's a lot of people that yeah. brought their dogs with them, there were, I saw this one lady who bought, brought a sugar glider with her, which, if you don't know what that is, it's like a monkey. So
1: that is like my ideal pet, if I'm being completely honest. Like, that is my, like, if I ever make it big and like super rich, I want a sugar glider. Even if I'm not super rich, if I'm like moderately rich, I want a sugar glider. Yeah, Continue. Do we
0: have like a little plastic, like, backpack that had holes in it so it could breathe so like that, that that's was, weird though it was yeah it's pretty weird you <laughs> your monkey to a trump thing i guess or like yeah really if you're i
1: like, wouldn't bring to
0: this thing why are you bringing animals to this thing but
1: yeah but, yeah that is kind of weird a lot of animals
0: <laughs> and a lot of families so that's a great thing and i ran into a lot of people that i used to like intern with back in the day and uh so that was Aww. good seeing them out there and uh Lauren, the the woman who I was working for on her Senate campaign, she was out there too. I didn't get to run into her, but she was out there. So it was good to see oh a lot of familiar faces. Um
1: Yeah, I had so much FOMO. Like me and maybe like two other people um that I'm friends with in politics were the only people who weren't there. And we were like talking about like, wow, we should have figured out how to get there. <laughs> a little we should have tried harder. I mean, I tried, but I'm not gonna lie, I didn't try as hard as I probably could have. But it's just cause like also too um, I was concerned and you can maybe talk about this I would probably have to fly and I was reading places that they weren't going to allow you to um, f- or to come into the city unless you had to prove that you um, were uh, that you tested negative. For the virus, but personally, I have not taken a test and I'm avoiding taking that test for as long as possible. I don't want to take the test, A, because it looks uncomfortable. I'm gonna be right. honest with you. I don't right. want to do it because of that. And then B, I don't like the idea of being in a database, in a database. No judgment to those who have taken it. Yeah. But like I personally do not want to be in a database. I think that that just is to me, that's just a red flag. Yeah. So I'm avoiding taking it, um, taking it um at all costs, if I can. So that was the other reason if I were because I would have to fly and I was looking to see if anybody was driving because if you drive, obviously there's not right. like a checkpoint <laughs> when you get the border. But like at an airport there's a hundred percent a checkpoint and I just was not going to take that test.
0: Yeah, I don't know how true that is in Maryland. Like if you would look okay. like BWI and then taking like the mark train to DC, then like that probably would have been easier. But like I don't think in Maryland they have that yet. I don't think you have to, like, do a test before you board the plane. Um, and I'm trying to avoid taking the test either because, like, I don't, like, I, I first of all, like, I believe the coronavirus is real. Like, I'm not, like, I'm absolutely yeah. to the point where, like, I don't think it's real. Like, I think it's real. I just don't think it's as severe to healthy people, to otherwise healthy people, as people are making it out to be. Um yes. And if it's like a and honestly like I like it's not that different from the flu. Like I hate oh, it's not Correct. the flu, bro, but it literally is like just the flu, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to do- especially to healthy people. Exactly. Like and I and I'm not going to rush to take this vaccine either. Like that's a whole other conversation. Oh, absolutely. So, like yeah. I'm not going to rush to take this vaccine like no disrespect to my president or whatever, but like <laughs> I, like, it's great that he was able to kind of get this done in the short amount of time, but that's exactly the reason why I'm not going to take it is because it was talking <laughs> so fast. And yeah, I already got my flu shot. So, like, I should be fine. I get the flu shot every year and, like, nothing happens.
1: Okay, so you do. Okay. Yeah, I get
0: the flu shot already. So, like, for me, I'm like, why am I taking the coronavirus vaccine when I already get my flu shot every year? And, like, that's a statistic that hasn't come out yet either. Like, I would really like to know, like, out of the people who have died from coronavirus, how many people have had the flu shot? Like, how many pe- How many out of those people, how many of those people that have, like, died from coronavirus regularly got their flu shot? Or...
1: That's people, a good point, too.
0: How many people who have even contracted coronavirus, like, out of those people, how many consistently get their flu shot every year? So, and, like, does it help to, to you know, um, lessen the the symptoms of coronavirus if you do happen to catch it? Like, there's, like, no research on that, and I find that funny, how, like, now supposedly uh, cases are surging, but it's also, like, flu season, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it's just it's, the whole coronavirus thing has just got me kind of weirded out, and I don't want to take any tests or take any vaccines. Like I'm real, uh, yeah. My tin hat's tingling on that one. <laughs>
1: oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like that was my biggest hesitation about trying harder to figure out how to get there was I just did not want to I really did not want to be in a database and like I know and I've told friends that and they're like well you're in a bunch of other databases I was like yeah that's fine but like if I can control not being in one I'd rather control that personally Like, yeah I'm sure they have my because I also too I'm not going to do the ancestry.com thing I want another one of my relatives to do it (laughs) um, but I'm not going to do it because once again I just don't like the idea of like some company having my DNA and yeah sure they have my DNA through a bunch of us i had to be fingerprinted for other things i'm sure they have my dna blah 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 but once again i would just rather i can control this and i'd rather not have something so simple like i would rather not give it up willingly because there's a difference yeah, between giving up sense. willingly
0: and yeah it's too late for me i already did 23 and me so. i know <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm pretty sure all of my like everybody thinks i'm crazy for saying that but i don't know i just really i a lot of my friends have done it already my brother did the um one for your like taste buds and like to see how like your body processes food and i honestly i thought about doing that one but then still i'm just like i don't i just don't like that idea of like someone having my dna and i know like Half of me is like, Mallory, logically, like, they cannot do anything with that. They probably destroy it. But then the other half of me is like, what if 30 years from now, I'm walking around and I see another Mallory, like a clone. Right. And like, That's you know, true. like, if I see a clone of myself, I'd have to kill it. Right. You know, because clones don't have a soul. Exactly. Right.
0: They can't. like. So I'd have to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. it's. <laughs> and I don't know if you have an iPhone, but the new iOS 14 update. Is scary because my phone yeah automatically so like I can't even same I tried to postpone it for as long as I could but like it automatically updated and um now there's like a coronavirus like app I guess like that's like that would be, yeah like, like established I turned
1: it off though yeah. did you turn yours I off I cut
0: mine okay, off because I'm like I don't that that's too much like how are you able to get, yeah like, through Bluetooth whether somebody has coronavirus or like whether i came in like i don't uh i'd rather not know i i don't know. yeah i'd rather not know and just be out here just breathing the free air that i've been doing so
1: <laughs> yeah and like i don't know if you saw i shared it in my story that ticketmaster is going to like ask you um if you have a if you got the vaccine when the vaccine becomes legal and that was literally oh, becomes legal when the vaccine um gets put into the atmosphere I guess Um, and that's literally with my fear that we would have to have the vaccine to go places like to do things and now I'm like okay does that mean we have to like create a country of people who aren't doing the vaccine because that's dumb but like if that's what we have to do because like, honestly too like when people are like do this do this do this like super insistent on something it makes me hesitant right. and once again that's a tinfoil hat Mallory um, but that's a Mallory I'm okay with like it just That, I don't know, that's just... Exactly,
0: it freaks me out, too. Like, and I'm very... I'm very skeptical of the government being super adamant about, like, one specific thing. Like, it makes me really skeptical skeptical about that thing. Like, this whole coronavirus thing has just made made me skeptical of, like, everything. Like, more than I already was.
1: (laughs) Same here. I, um... The other thing, um, speaking of like coronavirus and everything, that kind of transitions to our next topic of Thanksgiving. So in North Carolina, that's where I'm living right now. I know everybody's like, where is she? Um, I'm living in North Carolina right now. And our governor, who I can't believe he's still our governor, but I'm going to release that and give it to God. Um, He said he's not going to change anything. We're still on phase three. For a while, we were on two and a half. Now, that doesn't make oh any sense. God, two, and two and a half. But we're still on phase three. He said he's not going to change anything. But Thanksgiving, we just can only do 10 people or less. What did your governor say?
0: My governor was like, hey, guys, we're not going to um, flatten the curve. You guys think you can just do whatever. He was, like, scolding us like we were, like, children. I hate that so much. I and like he was governor hogan was just like oh like i'm canceling my thanksgiving this year for coronavirus and i do all to do the same because together we can flatten the curve and all this other stuff i was like governor hogan like i strongly advise that like you mind your business like (laughs) <laughs> like boo-hoo that you're choosing not to spend time with your family like boo-hoo i don't care bro but um right like,
1: and that's between you your family and god exactly
0: like me and my family are also having thanksgiving in person with no mask on we're just raw dog thanksgiving i guess like every other <laughs> year like we're raw dog thanksgiving and i just hate how kind of anal people have become about this like when i was in dc for the march, i was walking with my group of guys and like we're outside walking to the march and some woman in a mask like jogs past us and she turns around and she's like i don't know if you guys are from here but dc has a mask mandate and i looked at her and i literally was like why don't you mind your business like yeah you were you turned around to like tell us to put us to put a mask on. Like what's stopping me from like going over to you and just like coughing on you? Like what's stopping <laughs> me? like well obviously I didn't want to get in the fight, so that was the main motive actor that main, main motivator yeah. of me not doing that. But <laughs> <laughs> understandable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, why don't you like I hate how people have started to become moral arbiters because of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. i don't care i just i literally don't care anymore like i'm trying to go i have not been anywhere this year at all i'm trying to go to miami next month and um Ooh. that's happening like period like that's that's happening Period. yeah, yeah. and governor hogan's like i'm you travel. Then when you get back to maryland self-quarantine no i'm not doing that <laughs> like i'm not yeah. i'm not doing it like unless i'm showing symptoms of something or if i'm like really sick then like no like first of all i have a job like i have a normal job that i work at full time and um i'm not doing that like i'm not gonna take time off of work especially if i'm not getting paid for it so right until i hear that you have a plan to pay people to to be in quarantine or whatever then like i don't care no like
1: Yeah. And I think that one of the biggest things is if you're wearing your, like, if you're, um, uh, highly susceptible, like if you have diabetes, I know that's one thing. If you have diabetes, if you have anything like that, um, and you're wearing your mask, absolutely. And if you tell me, like, I have a good friend who has diabetes and I think we're doing a a Christmas part. I don't know, but we're doing, I know we're getting together. If she's like, Hey guys, do you mind wearing a mask? Absolutely understand that um out of respect to her i you know it is what it is out of respect to her but i think like if you're outside minding your own business not talking to people who you don't know if you're just living your life that's ridiculous like people and also too like um i don't so in dc while i was there there was this big christian concert And it was, like, maskless. Like, nobody (laughs) had on a mask. And um, I was – we were reading about it, uh, someone, like, covering it. And that's, like, the only thing they really talked about. They didn't talk about how, like – and it was a great concert. And it was crazy because, like, they had pastors come in and different people speak. And they spoke about – anti-abortion which right. i thought was magnificent and i had never seen somebody like people so boldly talking about that but they didn't talk about that at all they didn't talk about because it was the day before um amy was confirmed they didn't talk about that either all they talked about was like all these christians are maskless and it's like okay there's <laughs> so many other things but the thing is also too like know that like everybody that went in my head i kind of knew there would be people without masks so I took that risk to go like right. it's personal responsibility. That's the other thing too. I think this has a lot to do with personal responsibility. People um, don't like to take personal responsibility for their actions. So if
0: something happens, they like to blame other right. people. Exactly. Like for Halloween, um, I went out with my friends, uh, we were bar hopping and um, well, nobody had a mask on. It felt amazing. Like, Well, the first one we went to yeah. were, was a little bit more strict. Like you had to have a mask on if you were up moving around places. But, like, the other two bars we went to was, like, totally chill. Nobody, like, people had masks on, but it was kind of, like, up to you to have a mask on or whatever. And I had a great time. Like, for a moment, things felt normal. Like, I
1: yeah, Aww. having a, a
0: great time and <laughs> our costumes and everything. And people were buying us drinks and stuff. Like, it was great. Like, for a moment in time, like, everything just felt normal again. And then the next day, I had to like go to work and be in a mask for <laughs> nine hours. So like, it's oh it yeah, tar- I hate it, bro. I hate being in the mask. Like, I don't care. And like, one thing about our <laughs> governor is that he scaled back on um, restaurants from seventy five percent to fifty percent. But I'm like, why are you, mm. like, that doesn't make any sense if you're thinking that, like, people are gathered because I work in retail. So, like, there are people who gather in retail, too. So, why are you just limiting restaurants and bars? Why are you just scaling those back? Wouldn't you think that, like, if this is spiking everywhere that you'd want to scale back everywhere? So, like, I don't understand, like, the half ass commitment to things. Um,
1: and I, yeah. I hate to say it, but I really think a lot of it is just placating. I think a lot of it is like it looks good. These masks I love Old Navy. I My friend gave me um, she bought a pack of masks and I didn't have one. We were going somewhere and she gave me one brand new from Old Navy and I was like ooh this feels great because it's not like it does nothing. Right. You know like I mean all these masks I had so I have like the one from Old Navy which I think is cotton then I have one um, my mom's friend made and I think that I don't know what it's made out of. And then I have my really cute pro life one. Uh shout out to Angelique at lifedress.org. Um, and that's made out of jean. And like the only one that I think really probably does anything is the jean. But that's also the one that like after a while I'm like, I need a break, cause like who cannot breathe. So like these it's all like they don't do it i really don't think they do anything i mean maybe they do no, maybe they like a little
0: fairness, if you tiny look the back f- of some of these packs of masks i'm not going to disclose uh which company uh <laughs> does that but uh <laughs> if you look at the back of some of these masks it says that like it doesn't do anything that's literally just an accessory to wear like it's literally yep. that it literally yeah yeah like, protect you against like coronavirus or other airborne like viruses or whatever and I'm just like, wow. yeah really psyoping people into believing that these actually do anything that it's not just a fun thing to match with your clothes or whatever like
1: yeah it's,
0: it's so crazy like I feel like I'm living in a simulation or something like and that I'm the only person that really knows what's going on here like I, <laughs> yeah I hate it so much like it's it's such a huge it's become such a huge like social experiment in a way, and I don't 100%. like being a guinea pig for that, and it's just it i just i hate it. <laughs>
1: And that's why I don't get when people are like, like I under, like I really do, I sympathize with people because I have a friend whose um, father has an artificial heart or something like that. So she's very anal because she lives with her parents. She's very anal. I sympathize 100% get that. I I do. I legitimately do. What I don't get is when healthy people aren't. Or people who aren't in contact with people who are asymptomatic, or or people who are in contact with people who are vulnerable populations, why they don't get why people are skeptical? Like I really, I don't get how you cannot understand why people are skeptical of everything going on. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, really quick, have you seen the latest episode of Law and Order SVU? I have not. Girl, then wear a mask. <laughs> It is, like, I saw that and I wanted to turn it off. But I also have this problem where, like, even if a show gets bad, I love Pretty Little Liars, but toward the end, it got really bad. Even if a show gets bad, I see it through the entire end. Like, I just have to watch it till it's over. I do not know why Riverdale, for example, love the beginning, the first season, oh gosh, it was fantastic. It has gone downhill since then, so unrealistic, but I will stop everything to watch it. I do not know why I'm like this. So, I wanted to turn it off, but, like, I didn't. And they have masks on, and it just, like, drives me insane. Like, whose idea was this? I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like, I, I haven't, I don't I don't watch Long Order, but I have seen the first two seasons of Riverdale, so. <laughs> um but uh, <laughs> yeah it's so weird like remember during the debates were like <laughs> like the the msnbc journalists and the cnn journalists they all have masks on like while they were doing the reporting while they were alone like being filmed. oh yeah i was like what like put i can't even like hear what you guys are saying and you're on like national tv like just pull your mask down <laughs> Just a little bit. Like, my goodness. It, it was just so weird. And then and, you see the other journalists, like the Fox Journalists or whatever, um, they didn't have masks on. <laughs> so, like, and my whole thing is, like, this this is very clearly politicized. Like, anybody who says that it's 100%. not or, like, that you're being crazy or conspiracy theorists, like, it, they're crazy. That they're not, like... <laughs> Seeing what's happening, they're I'm not concerned. Like this is clearly really being yeah. and that's another reason why I don't care about taking a test or like um taking any like extra precautions. Like yes, yes, everyone, I wash my hands. I wash my hands. I take a I take a <laughs> shower like everybody else. You know, I don't uh, sneeze into the palms of my hand and go to shake someone's hand or reach for a doorknob. Like I I'm a person that has common sense. So I'm not going to willingly put anybody else in danger by like neglecting to just be hygienic overall. Obviously, um, but this is <laughs> and with this election and everything like this, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Like President Trump would have won by a landslide if coronavirus didn't happen this year. The yeah, the, I the heard one yeah thing that like blew everything off for him and. 100%. And I, agree. I don't know if China on purpose did this because of the tariffs or whatever. But I'm just saying it's a little weird. It's a little weird how, like, in 2019, everything was just fine. Economy's booming. People have jobs. People are patriots again. They're proud to be American. Um, we're an unapologetic mm-hmm. people and country again. And all of a sudden, late 2019, this weird China virus gets out. And um, I think the only mistake that President Trump made in dealing with the coronavirus was letting those people come back from China. Like, I feel like if you have a new a new disease, then you kind of need to stay wherever you got the disease at. Um, I understand that, like, those people were Americans. But um, yeah. I, I don't think the right move at the time was to bring them back here. I think that was the only, like, mess up that he made. But other than that, like, he's been trying to deal with this pretty much as best as we can. And, like, it was just a golden opportunity, again, for the media to just, you know, derail him at every corner that they could get him at. And it's ridiculous. Like, I, I really do feel that if coronavirus wasn't a thing, we wouldn't have mail-in ballots. We, uh, besides, like, absentee or whatever, we wouldn't have mail-in ballots. Right, right. huge debacle that's still going on right now and all this litigation they used it as like a tool to try and steal the election which is yeah to try and steal the election and that's why we're here right now you know that's why we're in the place that we're at right now it's because it's 100 because of coronavirus and i hate it
1: (laughs) yeah no i agree i was listening to megan kelly who I absolutely, I, I feel like I knew who she was like before this year, but for whatever reason, I don't, maybe I just never put two and two together, but I've been listening to her podcast and she is, oh my God, I love her so much. Um, But I was listening to her podcast and I forgot who she had on, but whoever the guest was, um, he had mentioned, he was like, if the coronavirus had even happened a couple months before, like if all this stuff had happened a couple months earlier, he thinks that President Trump would have uh, like, won by a landslide and I think so too because I even like um there's some liberal podcasts I listen to and they talk occasionally about election stuff and they I remember up until like I don't think up until he um you know it was Joe Biden was declared um they the guy was convinced that President Trump like even liberals thought that President Trump was going to win Like, people, he, I remember he said that he was, like, going, there. he was, like, voting, but he was, like, "Uh, it doesn't really matter. And he voted anyway. And then it turned out that, you know, according to uh, the media that Joe Biden won, but, you know, everything's still up in the air. But, um, like, people even, like, even liberals didn't think that uh, Joe Biden was going to win.
0: Right, but you know what also got me kind of, um spiritual like again this year is because Ooh. like I didn't see liberals as scared this time around. Like I didn't see a lot of like the hyperbolic um You think so? Like, okay. Articles and like um it, they they didn't seem as scared this time around to like lose everything. And although like they seem quieter. Like, and sure. although they didn't, they did not get a blue light wave at all, like in state legislatures or in Congress, like if anything, we, we had yeah. a lot more to gain there. Um, it makes, yeah. it, it makes me think that like, they knew exactly what they were doing before like the election actually happened and they just wanted to just kind of sit back and just let it play through, you know, like they didn't scare yeah. Um, they had a lot of confidence in the mail-in ballot, uh, the mail-in voting, and um, President Trump was warning about that literally all year long. They were like, mm-hmm. he was like, well, you can't send in mail-in ballots because that's a perfect opportunity for like um, voter fraud, and like fraud. all of that was true.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, it was—it's just—it's so weird and just sick. The kind of on. Um, the kind of power that Democrats really do have, like their establishment is like real tight. Their establishment is like Mm -hmm. real, like together and they're able to mobilize their people. That's one thing I'm kind of envious about with with the left is like they, like a lot of them don't like Joe Biden. A lot of them don't like Nancy Pelosi and their own establishment. But when it's time to like mobilize them to be against something, then they're able to do that really effectively.
1: Um, I was just about to say- this whole election wasn't Biden versus Trump. It was not Trump versus Trump. Like that's literally all. Like if you ask, I from my experience, if you ask anyone why they were voting for Biden, it was literally just because exactly. Not Trump. And
0: there, there are so many <laughs> like eighteen year olds in my DMs right now talking about like, oh well, I voted for Joe Biden because Trump. It doesn't like my gay friends and all that like what like I don't, like these are yeah and you uh, and the psyop the the psychological operation taking place here was like really deep because you notice that like this year all the all your social media your instagram your facebook your snapchat literally anything that had 18 year olds on it like were, was telling them to go vote that you could register on an app yeah. and you could like all this other stuff um, and it was really effective in just getting these children these literal children that don't know anything about anything yet to know <laughs> and I was one of these children back in the day I thought I knew everything there was to know about Republican politics because I listened to Ben Shapiro and everything like I used to be one of those people that was like oh yeah I know everything and like but like these yeah. kids it, I don't even think they care. Like, I don't even think they care about the process of everything or whatever. They just, they were so driven to be anti-Trump, and I'm like, being Trump is not yeah. a real platform. So, okay, you guys think you've won now, so now what? Like, what, what, what do you yeah. Everybody's celebrating and dancing in the streets, all that. And I'll let them, I'll let, and listen, when Trump won, I was in everybody's face. Like, I was, I was running all over the place, <laughs> like, I wasn't popping up in people's, like, comment sections and, like, trolling them. I never do that. But,
1: um, yeah, because that's really immature. I don't know what yeah, people do Yeah, I don't
0: do that. <laughs> I've never done that. Um, but I have gloated on my personal page and everything, like, yeah, haha, liberal tears, all this other mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> like, ah, oh, your hoes are mad. <laughs> haha. But, like, I get it. Like, I'll let <laughs> you guys have your fun or whatever, but at the same time, like, if it ends up that Joe Biden didn't win legitimately, and Trump is still the president after all this. Are you guys going to be okay with that? I don't think so. Like, I'm...
1: no, they will right. not be. And that's the
0: thing. Like, when all of these election results uh, supposedly came in, or when everything was unraveling, the amount of, like, am I allowed to cuss on here or no? Like, it's not. I'd um, prefer for okay. you not to. All Maybe, right. I can you? To ask first. <laughs> <laughs> All these weak establishment neocons who were just like, oh, we well, we'll try again next time. Like, guys, you there may not be a next time. I don't think you understand the gravity yeah. of what's going on right now. Like, if they get what they want, like, by cheating this time, then we will never li- win another election ever again. Like, that, like, you could kiss that goodbye. And... My whole thing is we weren't even really allowed to enjoy this presidency. From the moment Trump even announced his candidacy, people were making fun of whoever supported supported him at that time. And then when he won the Republican nomination, then Republicans were upset. But Republicans were upset throughout anyway. All these weak establishment types were upset anyway. So Trump was catching flack from his own party. And then when he finally got elected into office, like... When the, elections, when the election results came in and finalized him being the president, you had protests and riots happening before he even got sworn in, before his inauguration even happened. And then when his inauguration happened, then you had riots and protesting again. And then throughout his presidency, we were inundated with like lies from the media and more protests and racial stuff. And like we weren't really allowed to enjoy this presidency. They made this as painful for us as they could possibly make it. And now that the mm-hmm. shoe's on the other foot, I'm thinking, hey, we can do the same thing. I don't care about decorum. I don't care about any of that. Like, any, <laughs> any Republican who's like, oh, no, guys, we need to, like, come together and have a conversation using facts and logic. Like, these people don't care about that, bro. Like, they didn't care about facts and logic when they were stomping on an old dude's head the other day after the MAGA march. That's what these people think about you. If they could stomp on your face... They would do that. So we need to be mask off. We need to be totally gloves off because, um, this is ridiculous. Like, even if it doesn't go our way, like, there's a difference between accepting the the results that come in. Like, okay, if Joe Biden is found to have legitimately won the election with not enough sufficient evidence to prove voter fraud, um... That it would have like swung the election in Trump's favor. Like, if there's not enough sufficient evidence there and Joe Biden is found to be the legitimate president of the United States, sure, all right, Uncle Joe, you're the president now. But I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm mad yeah. and I don't care because like I am absolutely just sick and tired of um Republicans taking the high road where it literally hasn't gotten us anywhere other than being face first on the pavement. Like it literally hasn't gotten us anywhere. And I'm just so tired of people being like, oh, oh well, like it's, just, I'm like, no guys, it's not. Oh, well, like these people don't, they don't deserve a day of peace. Like they really don't. And I'm not saying go out there and like start riots and throw Molotov cocktails at Antifa. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that like, wear your Trump stuff in public still wear your Trump stuff. Go to protests, go to marches, be outspoken still because what's happening right now deserves to be spoken up about. And um, we don't need to be silenced because a new administration may be rolling in. If anything, we need to be that much louder and have.
1: Yeah, I agree. Okay, so you know some of the stuff, Shekinah, you know me. So some of the stuff I was like, okay, okay. But that last part, I 100% agree with you. (laughs) Speak up. Do not be silent. So, okay, I definitely think that no matter what, like you said, like if we just let him take the election and we don't question anything, if we don't go to the courts, then you're right. Well, I personally, I know I would never trust in another election if we didn't fight for it. Um, But I, and I agree, like, I, if he's proven to have won, because that's my only concern, is that there's just not enough evidence of him. Um, of the
0: volume, of uh, not enough evidence of fraud. To swing entire states. Like I get that. Yeah, enough sufficient evidence. But I believe in Trump's legal team, and um, I believe. And yeah. Look, we saw like raw footage of ballot tampering happening throughout the country. Like. How do you-
1: yeah, you cannot deny that it's happened. I know some people are trying, but there's no like there's no way you can say that there was not fraud at all. There definitely was right. fraud. My concern is that it just wasn't enough to sway because and I think I've said this before. So when I would go out and would ask people like, oh, because you know I was doing it from the pro life angle. Oh, are you pro life? Yeah, are you gonna vote for pro life candidates? Of course. Are you gonna vote for Trump? No. Oh my god, no. I'm gonna vote red all the way. Red, 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 republican, republican, but not Trump. So like tiny things like that. Frustrated me because I mean, and I hate to say it, but you can see it in how everyone right. voted. Like, we flipped some seats, we um, I mean, we hold the senate now, uh, praying to God, we'll keep on hold of it. But I mean, we got a lot in the house, so I'm tiny things like that. I'm kind of like, yikes, maybe, maybe it just was because he wasn't at the end of the day, like, he just wasn't likable. And I hate to say that, but like, he just wasn't likable and i don't think people understood to put aside because what i personally have been telling people who were very hesitant i was like vote for policy over personality like yeah he's not a perfect man neither is i mean joe biden is not that much different he just is really he just comes off a little bit like yeah, softer and like
0: really even like at the debates corpse. yeah like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <off> more <laughs> like and that's what kills me about like republicans anti-trump republicans too because i'm like okay, you don't like that he said a mean thing to your favorite journalist on Twitter? Well, okay, now you voted for Joe Biden, <laughs> so it looks like babies can be ripped out, like, of their mother's womb and we have all the mandates on our yeah. culture now. Now we have to, like, gr- but at least Joe Biden isn't saying mean things to your favorite journalist on Twitter. Like, it's...
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to vote policy. And once again, I get it. Like, you know, i would not say i wouldn't have a drink with him but i definitely would um i get it he's not the nicest like if he said something mean to me i'd probably cry i get it 110 percent but it does not like i hate to say it does not matter yeah. but it kind of doesn't like we have to vote for policy at this point in our history it's policy exactly. over personality I mean, so because
0: like in 2016 yeah. we had the choice of 16 other normal ass people to choose from sorry like we had we <laughs> had other normal people it's to okay. choose from who were just absolute peaches and cream. Just like being... A- yep,
1: We could have Jeb Bush, as vanilla as you can get, Jeb. Have-
0: <laughs> Jeb Bush would be... Oh my god, I can't even imagine that. We could have had <laughs> Jeb Bush or Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz Marco be Rubio president of the United States right now. And guess what? The people said no thanks. We don't need to be nice anymore because... Where has being nice gotten us? It has still gotten us called white supremacist and racist, and they still think that you're mm-hmm. trash. Either way it goes. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. when people talk point. about John McCain, like he was this like he was this unifying figure. Do people not remember that like when John McCain was alive and running for president, they still called him a white supremacist? Like, they have called and any and every Republican every name in the book until it benefits them so John McCain didn't even become relevant mm-hmm. again until he started beefing with Donald Trump and that's when yeah, that's and that's point. when the left was like oh Donald Trump is um you know he's making fun of John McCain uh, a war hero I almost like you guys didn't think that John McCain was like a, a valiant war hero like a couple of years ago you were still calling him a white supremacist and a racist up until literally right now when he started beefing with Donald Trump. So John McCain faded into irrelevancy after 2008 and didn't become relevant again until he started beefing with Donald Trump and then he died. And then he died not ever being the president of the United States and the establishment is mad. The establishment's mad that John McCain never became the president, Mitt Romney never became the president, and Mitt Romney's another snake because um, this is the same guy who was accepting donations and uh, from Donald Trump directly for his campaign in 2012, a campaign that he should have won in a landslide, but he didn't because he's weak and he didn't ask about Benghazi when it happened. Like there's a there was a lot of things wrong with Mitt mm-hmm. Romney too, and Mitt Romney didn't win that election that he should have won. And honestly, now looking back, thank God that he didn't win that election because I would hate to think what this party would be now. If Mitt Romney won that election, so um,
1: if he had won that election, Donald Trump would not have run for president, or he would not have won. I don't think he would. Um, ran. I don't
0: know. If I he don't think so at
1: all. You don't because, think
0: he like, would. I don't because back then, back then, like Mitt Romney and Donald Trump were cool. So like, if, if Mitt Romney okay, would have won and started governing the country the way that he would have governed it, then I don't think Donald Trump. Would have felt the need to run because I think Donald Trump felt the need to run to begin with because of the detrimental cultural aftermath of the Obama administration. So, like, I think that was a big motivating factor why Donald Trump ran to begin with. But all these establishment Republicans are just mad that their establishment people didn't become the president and didn't influence people as much as Donald Trump did in the few short years that he's been the president. Like, Donald Trump has been able to do a lot in the short time that he's... Been, uh, yeah. You know, people are loyal, bro. Like, people are loyal to Donald Trump. And I'm very happy that, like, this party is no longer, um, oh, we're just small government and free enterprise, man. Like, you can do whatever you want as long as you're small government and free enter- Like, no, there's a lot of other things involved in being a conservative and what that means. And Donald Trump has been able to prove that even though he hasn't lived a very conservative life, that when he's asked to to do the task of governing conservatively, that he's doing it. And that's why people love him so much, because he's such a bullhorn and he's been fighting tooth and nail for awesome people like us since, like, day one. So... Yeah. at you know, least we could do is show up at rallies and stuff like that and just be... You know, just be that voice. You know? Yeah.
1: Vocal. Yeah. And to close it out, we didn't even touch the last two topics, but that's okay. No. I'll have you on another time. <laughs> to close Close it out. I do want to, like you said, the least we could do is be um, vocal and go to rallies. I do think it's super important that, especially if it does turn out that Joe Biden is president, that we continue to yeah. not be silent. We continue to speak up, to say things, to you know, be voices for the truth. Like podcasts like this, and like um, a few other people I know have podcasts similar to this. Like we continue to speak up and speak out because no matter what, like, they're going to try, I definitely think they're going to try to silence us. I mean, uh, my podcast isn't, I mean, it's doing doing pretty good, I guess, for, like, the trajectory I'm on. But it's also, you know, it's it's not, like, politics or, like, um, America Today, um, at least not right now. So, like, it's, I don't think I've been on the radar for anything, really. Um, But um, eventually, I do feel as if they're going to start looking at stuff like this podcasting is a great platform. So if anyone is listening and you're like, I don't know if I just start the podcast, I think you should. Because podcasting is kind of, especially if you're doing independent, like right now I'm independent. I don't have like, a, you know, Pop Politics is powered by Turning Point. America Today is, or Today is America is powered by America Today, or however that works. Um, those type of podcasts, uh, they are they are under somebody but like if you just do your own free you can say whatever you want whenever you want apple and spotify they don't um cause, and there's also not really an algorithm i mean there is an algorithm but not really so they're not going through and checking to see this is and that so like podcasting is a great platform if anyone's listening um and you are thinking about starting one but yeah we just have to no matter who even if and the thing is whether so let's say president trump does win it to me it right. was still too close so something's not um registering so we still need to be in the culture we still need to be talking we still need to be right. doing tangible things because even if he does it's yeah, still like, too close for comfort right there is something we off
0: stop fighting even if it looks like we're winning because we're we're just one generation closer to like you know losing it all too you know what i mean like you can't we can't exactly have never been able to just kind of relax we always have to be on our toes we always have to be talking about and um be on the pavement to you know fight for our values and everything that is all super important and like when like again like i'm not an advocate for going up in the street and like picking fights with people but i am saying you're allowed to defend yourself <laughs> like you're allowed to defend yourself in the face of like the blatant corruption that's going on don't let anybody try and gaslight you into into thinking that what you're seeing happening in front of your face right now with your own eyes is not happening like don't let people gaslight you don't let people try and tell you that you're not a good christian if you're voting for donald trump that you're not a good um Uh, Like, you're not a good conservative if you um, stand behind Donald Trump. Like, you're just moving with the times. Like, you're just, you are really progressing with this party. Um, You're part of this new movement of conservatives who just love the country, who are truly America first. And um, everything else comes second. Like, this country comes first. The values and the prosperity of this country comes first. So don't let anybody gaslight you into Into thinking that you're anything else but like a good conservative for being America first. There's nothing wrong with that. So
1: that was good. Yeah. That's a good way to close it. Yeah. Thank you, Shekinah. I really, really appreciate that. And also, if anybody wants to like connect with you, can you yeah, say your so socials? So you can real follow
0: quick? me on Instagram and on Twitter at base biracial. So that's b a s e d underscore biracial. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, she tweets and her Instagram is real popping. Um, so yeah, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Um, and you know, go out the rest of this week and remember that God is in control. I just wanted to add that last part in God is in control no matter what happens, and be brave, go stand up for what's right. Bye. All right, everybody, bye.